Awesome, awesome. All right, everybody, why don't you grab your seats? Love it, love it. Hey, I'm so excited because we are about to have Lady A sing a special song. And uh, before that happens, I just want to invite everybody to something special that's happening tonight at 6 o'clock. It's something we call Unveil. If you've been wanting to get involved with the church or wanting to make more friends from both services, Unveil is the time for you. We only do three a year. We're going to have ice cream dessert bar. It's going to be cray. We're going to have baptisms. We're giving away free church merch. We're making a massive announcement that's really going to walk us into our future as Kalos Church. And so we would just love for you all to be a part of that. If you haven't been baptized, let us know. We would love to baptize you tonight, all right? And so unveil 6 o'clock, Bellevue Way Community Church. It's going to be amazing. And the church merch, believe me, it's going to help you with your vision. That was a hint. It's going to help you with your vision. You're going to need it to praise the sun. S-O-N, you people. All right. Well, hey, let's give it up for Lady A. Come on. And, uh, hey, we are so honored to have you. First service was amazing. But Lady A, she, she lived in Bellevue for a while. She's been all around the world as an artist, singing, uh, just incredible. She has a radio show. I love this. Gumbo and Gospel, where... Yeah, I mean, Nothing better than food and music. I know. I mean, that I'm I'm hungry. Get the rice for another reason. Uh, <laughs> but I I want to hear more about who you are and just introduce you to the church. And can you tell us a little bit about how how music has been so powerful for you in your journey today in our series Music and Jesus, where we're talking about what does the Bible say about music? What is a theology of music, if you want to say that? But how is music and your life and all of that intertwined? Well, first of all, I was born and raised in Seattle. And I come from a gospel family. So my mother sings gospel. She has sung for many years. My mother's 83 now. She still sings, not as much as she used to, but she still sings. She's a powerful gospel singer. Um, And I was a choir director, and then I was a youth director. And so I have always grown up around gospel music. And then I was asked to sing, you know, secular music, which is all great and fine. But I wasn't really happy. I was doing it, I was making money, but I wasn't really happy um, not singing the things I did. So, but I was always wanted to go back and be a blues singer because I like the words of blues and how it makes you feel. And because music really is, it's a spiritual thing. Really, no matter what you sing, it's a spiritual thing. It's the words, it's what you put inside. So words and lyrics are very important when you are listening to music. Make sure you listen to the words, that you know the words that you are singing. Um, because what you put in your heart comes out of your mouth. That's very important. Um, One thing I like is to inspire people. I believe that we're not here for ourselves. We're here to help other people. And that is a real big thing with me, is to be able that I hope that I inspire somebody. Gumbo and Gospel, my radio show, is on every Sunday from 8 to 10. If you miss it, it's online radio, so you can listen to it in your car or on your phone. No, I'm old, so. (laughs) And if you miss the show, you can go to my Proverbs Challenge page on Facebook. There's a link. You can click it and listen to it anytime you want. Um, Gumbo and Gospel is because I'm serving up a plate of inspiration, a bowl of encouragement, sprinkled with love from above. 
That's my motto. Love it. <laughs> that is so good. And, and speaking of uh, sprinkling some amazing things, she has an amazing CD. And uh, I would just love it if we could buy these from her. She'll, she'll have them after service. And you can go onto the website as well. But uh, Lady A, she has these amazing songs. And even listening to that, that radio show, her heart, she's praying for not, not just her own church that she's been a part of, but uh, also to, to influence this region, that they might know Jesus. And praying for all the churches in this region, even announcing other churches and right. their oh, events. It's just so cool. I would love to announce your church. Yeah, please. We, we <laughs> Anything love that. that you have going on, just yeah. send me an email, uh, something like that. Yeah, unveil tonight. Yeah, I want to let you know that the CDs, my CDs have evolved over the years. Um, my first CD was Good Music, Good Gumbo, and All My Good Friends. That was the name of the first one. Yeah. The second one was How Did I Get Here? Because I acknowledged my friends and God. And I was in Europe when I wrote that CD and my bass player died my first tour and my bass player passed away and he was a big influence in my life. My third CD, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Sorry about that, Josh. No. Um, my, third C- <laughs> my third CD was Love, Blessed and Blues because we are loved and we are blessed and it doesn't matter if you have the blues. The blues comes in all shades and all colors and all formats and this CD is doing fine because I have been blessed in music and I am doing fine. No matter what goes on in our lives, I loved your sermon, the first service. No matter what goes on in our lives, you know what, if you wake up six feet above ground, you can open your eyes, put on your own clothes and roll up out of bed with, I don't care because I have aches and pains. If you can get out of bed, you're blessed. And you gotta remember that no matter what's going on in your life. I've had some dark times where I you know, was wondering where my next meal was coming from. I was wondering if my lights were going to stay on. But God b- brought me through because I kept the faith. Yes. Keep the faith no matter what. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. I love that. I love that. That's so good. All right. Hey. <laughs> I love that. Well, hey, why don't we set up your, your song? And we're going to have two songs right here. And I, I'm just so pumped about this. So this song is really, really powerful and has a a message. Why don't you introduce that and we'll have you sing, but let's give it up for Lady A. So this song I wrote when Trayvon Martin was killed, and I wrote it about four years ago, and I was so angry, and I was so upset because there was so much injustice in the world, and black folks were getting killed. It seemed like every other day there was something in the news about somebody dying, Eric Garner, Sandra Bland, the church bombings, all these things were going on, and I was really upset and really mad. So I I wouldn't release the song, I thought it was horrible, you know? But then, on uh, this CD, Doing Fine, I realized, my, my producer said, it's time. With what the world is going through now, it's time. The name of the song is Change the World, and it starts with each one of us. Mm-hmm. 
When I was a young girl I didn't want much of nothing Some candy, licorice, crackling See, Kool-Aid was enough for me But now I'm a woman And I want everything Life, joy, peace of mind And joy for my fellow man Sitting here looking at the troubles Of this world today We got homeless and sick among us Other times we're throwing shade But I want to change the world I just want to change the world Just try to make a difference Come on Let's change the world I know there's a father, a mother Trying to raise their daughter or a son We got homeless and sick among us We ought to try to help everyone I don't have all the solutions But I do know one Just help your neighbor as you would help yourself Cause that's the start of loving everyone When you see someone on the street, y'all Smile as you go by Cause turning up the corners of your mouth You might stop someone from crying I want to change the world I just want to change the world Try to make a difference. Come on, let's change the world. I want to change the world. Come on, let's change the world. Yeah. Let's try to make a difference. Come on. Let's change the world. I, I, I want to change the world. Come on, let's change the world. Yeah. Why don't you 
I got to, we need to, you ought to want to change. Help me change. Help me change the world. Praise God. Praise God. Ooh, Lord, we thank you for helping me do that one. <laughs> this next song we're going to sing. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get caught up sometimes and I, you know, I'm not ready to go to the next song. I'm ready to <laughs> praise God. So, praise God. Y'all need to make some noise. Y'all ought to be excited for Jesus. They say, I'm used to a lot of noise in my church. <laughs> so y'all need to be praising God. So we're going to sing this song to let you know while we're trying to change the world, because that really does. I hope you listen to the lyrics of it. I hope it resonates with you. You don't have to know people to smile at them. And even if they don't smile back, smile anyway. If it don't help them, it'll help you. And this is what I like to say. This song is called Don't Let the Devil Ride. So even when you get mad, when you're upset about something, don't let the spirit of the devil get inside you. Just smile and shake it off. The devil gets five seconds of my time. <laughs> Don't let him ride. 
Don't let him ride. Put your hands together. Don't let him drive your car. Don't let him drive your car. Don't let him drive. Don't let him drive. Don't let him drive. Don't let him drive. Cause if he drive your car, he'll take you too far. If you let him in, he'll wanna be your friend. If he drive your car, He'll take you too far. Don't let him. Don't let him. Down, 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 down. Give it up for Lady Amazing. So good. You guys can have your seats. Praise the Lord. All right, I'm ready to preach. <laughs> All right, well, we are continuing our series, Jesus and Music. And uh, I'm excited. Today, I'm going to talk about what is praise. And after that song, I think that's really appropriate. And so why don't we jump into Luke 19. The scripture says this. They brought the cult to Jesus. Then throwing their coats on its back, they helped Jesus get on. As he rode, the people gave him a grand welcome, throwing their coats on the street. Right at the crest where the Mount Olives begin its descent, the whole crowd of disciples burst into enthusiastic praise. I think we just experienced some of that, don't you? They burst into enthusiastic praise over all the mighty works they had witnessed. Blessed is he who comes, the king in God's name. All's well in heaven, glory in the high places. Some Pharisees, this is the religious people of that day, from the crowd told him, teacher, get your disciples under control. But he said, if they kept quiet, the stones would do it for them, shouting praise. You know, I think it's like God likes it when we get a little rowdy in the church. I think he likes it when his disciples are a little out of control. The religious people are like, hey, Jesus, your disciples, they're they're bursting out in enthusiastic praise. You need need to get them settled down. And Jesus is like, uh, that's going to be a no dog for me. I mean, that's, that's not happening. Because if they don't shout the praises, my stones are going to shout the praises because I'm worthy of all praise. And I, I think God likes it when we get a little bit rowdy, when disciples get a little bit out of control, where we say, hey, Jesus has changed my life, and it's like bursting inside of me. I can't help but yell and shout and praise and give God all the glory because I'm 
I'm a life that's been changed and transformed by the power and presence of God. Can I get a better amen? And so Jesus says, hey, it's totally appropriate for my disciples to burst out in enthusiastic praises. And I'm going to be honest. I think in this day and era, in the church specifically, the American church, we've seen praise kind of take a backseat to worship. You know, when I, when I first became Christian, like in the 90s, the weirder you were, the cooler you were for Jesus. Anybody remember the 90s? When you got a little bit rowdy, when you got crazy, when you jumped around, when you could tell someone was worshiping God by the amount of sweat you could smell on their body, you knew that worship was good. Anybody remember those days? And I, I loved it. I'm going to be, I mean, I, I was king in an era where the weirder you were, the cooler you were. It was an awesome time to be alive. I remember when I first became Christian, I thought that ska music, you remember all the brass instruments and the dance move called skanking? I thought that ska music equaled Christian music because everywhere I went, people were getting rowdy and crazy for Jesus. But in this day, I feel like praise is taking a back seat to worship. I feel like right now in our history, in America, in our church even, there is at times a, a spirit of heaviness depression, anxiety, really needing some self-care, even in this mental health awareness month. I feel like a lot of us are dealing with that, and we're going to counselors, which I fully endorse. Our family, we pay for counselors and things like that, but there's this spirit of heaviness overall, and what I want to see and recover is a spirit of joy, and what I'm seeing in today, yes, praise is taking a back seat, but I, I'm seeing bursts of joy bursting through in the church. I'm seeing bursts of praise and, and making loud noise, shouting up to Jesus. I'm seeing it burst forth. And I want to show you a video clip of something that I believe that is even happening in our midst. Let's play this video. All right, let's stop that. But when you see that video, I think it makes some of us want to get a little bit rowdy, 
Right? Anybody with me? Some of us want to pick some chairs and throw it at our neighbor. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I like this. People just saying, hey, God, I'm going to celebrate you. I'm going to use my gifts and talents. I don't care if I look dumb. I don't care if I look a little bit undignified. Jesus, you're worthy of all praises. And I'm going to shout it out. And this guy, he was a, a former gang member that had lived a life that was filled with troubles. He got set free, and he was bursting out with praise to the one who changed him forever. Amen. And I, I just love this. And in this era, I just feel like we come in with a heavy heart sometimes to church, and then we worship. And I love worship, but worship is heavy. Like in the Old Testament, in the scriptures, sometimes people would worship, and the presence of God would enter in the temple, and people would fall down, the scriptures say, like they were dead. They would fall down on the ground, and they I just couldn't get up. Like glory literally means weight in the Hebrew, kabod. And so the glory, the weight of the Lord would fall on people, and it would be heavy. And I feel like when we already have heaviness in our spirits, and then we add the heaviness to worship, we just find that we're dealing with heaviness. And I am believing for a spirit of joy, a spirit of praise to come into Kalos Church and the church in general. And I want to read a prayer that I'm, I'm praying over our church. And it's a scripture from Isaiah 61. And this is my prayer for us as a community. To those who have sorrow in Zion, I will give them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. I will give them the oil of joy instead of sorrow and a spirit of praise instead of a spirit of no hope. Then they will be called oaks that are right with God, planted by the Lord that he may be honored. I like that. A spirit of praise replacing a spirit of no hope. How many of you guys believe we could use more of that? Where we're at in our families, in our city, in our state, in our region, in our country. I mean, as I watch the news, I feel a spirit of no hope. As I see another tragedy, sometimes I feel a spirit of no hope. When I'm dealing with a diagnosis, diseases, divorces, arguments, sometimes I feel like a spirit of no hope. And I pray, Lord, would you give us a spirit of praise, a spirit of joy. And so today I want to define what is praise, and I'm going to share three things real quick quick. I'm going to define what is praise, and I'm going to say that praise is protocol, praise is powerful, and praise is public. And to jump in the first one, praise is protocol, I want to read from Psalm 150. As we see in the scriptures, not only is praise uh, described in the Bible, but it's also prescribed. And there are commands that tell us to praise. And to be honest, if God commands something, I'm in. I don't really care what it is. If God, if you tell me, hey, every Sunday you have to dye your hair orange, hey, if you want it, you got it. I'm here. I'm your man. Anybody with me? God, if you want something, I want it for you. But here we're seeing praise commanded in the scriptures, and it, it's pretty clear that the, the psalmist wants us to praise as indicated by all the repetition, one through six. Praise the Lord. Do you want us to praise? Well, Praise God in the sanctuary. Okay. Should I praise? Praise him in the mighty heaven. Okay. But really, should I praise? Praise him for his mighty works. But should I praise? Praise his unequaled greatness. Hey, what, quick question. Should I praise? Praise him with a blast of the ram's 
horn. Okay, but what if I should praise him? Uh, praise him with a lyre and the harp, not someone who's deceptive, a stringed instrument. Okay, a lyre and a harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. You don't have to tell me twice. Praise him with the strings and flutes. I got a flute at home. I'll do it. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. And just in case you didn't get it, what's it end with? Say with me. Praise the Lord. So we are seeing commands to praise the Lord. So what does it mean? Well, this word praise is one of seven words in Hebrew for praise in the scripture. And the one here is halal, which is uh, you, if you like to be reserved in church or if you like church is a, a place to be dignified and just like uh, uh, just bow down and calm. You may not like what the Bible defines this word as. Halal is a primary Hebrew word, root word for praise. Our word hallelujah comes from this base word. It means to be clear, to praise, to shine, to boast, show, to rave, celebrate, and I like this, to be clamorously foolish. To be foolish. That means we need to get a little rowdy for the Lord. That means we need to stop caring how cool we look and get a little clamorously foolish. Like, oh, I need to get foolish. I need, I'm clamorous for this. I need, oh, oh, I need to get foolish. And, like, if this is how praise is defined in the Bible, and the Bible tells us to praise the Lord over and over and over again, can we just have a heart check and ask ourselves a serious question? Honestly, when was the last time you praised the Lord? Have you ever praised the Lord? Have you ever been clamorously foolish in lifting up the name of Jesus where you didn't walk into a church and you're like, oh, I don't want to sing too loud. What if it's embarrassing? Or my voice isn't the best? Or what if I, I disturb the person next to me? Or what if I'm a distraction? When was the last time you were clamorously foolish for the Lord? Have you ever praised the Lord? I think that's a question we really need to answer ourselves, especially for uh, uh, introverted, refined, dignified Bellevue, where we're like, okay, I'm about to get a little crazy for the Lord. <laughs> Jesus, you deserved it. You're worth it. You're worth it. I'll praise it. Oh, I'm going to give you another one, Lord. Oh, no, did my neighbor see that? You know, when was the last time we got undignified for the Lord? But I want to share that. The scriptures talks about a protocol of praise that we are meant to enter into the presence of God with thanksgiving in our hearts. You remember that song? I will enter his courts with thanksgiving. Anybody know that song? I'll enter his courts with praise. Yes. <laughs> He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad, glad, glad. All right. So anyways, I, I, I just think we need to repent as the church for being too cool for God. And I, I think when our God pride exceeds our self-shame, true praise can burst out. And we need to get over it. You're not that cool. <laughs> You're not that dignified. And before the presence of the Lord, I think it's time for us to get a little undignified, that we would burst forth with an enthusiastic praise. I'm not going to let the stones sing my praise. Amen. And so in the protocol of praise, like in Psalm 95, it says, come, let us praise the Lord. Let us sing for joy to God who protects us. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and sing joyful songs of praise. So when we enter the presence of God, it's joyful 
forgetfulness. It's gratefulness. It's getting clamorously foolish. And it's not until verse 6 that it says, come, let us bow down and worship him. You know, the reality is that we are called to enter in the presence of God with thanksgiving in our hearts, with gratefulness. And once we honor God for who he is, then we bow down and worship. And uh, there is this protocol to the presence of God. God commands that we sing his praises. And I want to be honest. I want, I want Kalos Church to be a place of joy, a place of passion, a place that we're not too cool for God. You know, I, I, heard, I heard this story the other day about this, uh, this military station in, that's called Cherry Point in North Carolina. And in the station, they, they had uh, jets that were flying over a public highway, and they were firing off bombs and guns. And the noise from this base, this military base, was so loud that as people were driving by on the highway, a huge jet would fly over them or a bomb would burst, and people would get startled and swerve and get distracted. And so because of the noise, and they had to conduct this noise because they were practicing, you know, like war strategy and learning how to use this equipment. And so they... they they had to do it, and, and, but they didn't want to disturb people too much or, like, shock people too much. So they put up a sign on the highway that said, pardon our noise. It's the sound of freedom. And I like that. I think in the church, there should be a sign that says, pardon our noise as we get clamorously foolish for Jesus and we have a spirit of praise. Pardon our noise. It's the sound of freedom because I don't know if, about you, but I remember when my, my family was living out of a car and Jesus saved us. I remember when I wanted to end my own life and Jesus gave me hope. I remember when we didn't know how food was coming, but someone bought us groceries. And I can't help but say, hey, pardon my noise. Pardon if I get a little bit rowdy. Pardon if I'm excited about Jesus, but that's the sound of my freedom, and I can't help but sing, Jesus, you're the name above every single name, and I want to give you the praise and the glory that you deserve. Pardon our noise, Kayla's Church. It's the sound of freedom, and if all of your praise is reserved and quiet and reverent, it's not praise and it's not biblical according to what the Bible says. Praise them with the light are you liars? <laughs> if you preach something else, <laughs> you're not liars. I don't speak that over you. You're blessed. You're blessed. And so, so praise is protocol. We, we enter his courts with thanksgiving. Praise also is power. Praise is powerful. I want to read this story from Acts 16. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praises to God. I love that they're doing this around midnight. And that's a reminder for me, in my darkest of days, remember to praise. They were sitting in a jail cell in a dark time, midnight. The other prisoners were listening to them. And I like this. When you're going through a hard time, guess what? Non-Christians are watching to see how Christians respond during difficult times. The other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, a violent earthquake shook the foundations of the jail. All the doors immediately flew open, and the prisoners' chains came loose. This was after they sang praise. I love it. The jailer woke up and saw the prison doors open. Thinking the prisoners had escaped, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul shouted as loudly as he could, don't hurt yourself, we're all here. 
The jailer asked for torches and rushed into the jail. He was trembling as he knelt in front of Paul and Silas. Then he took Paul and Silas outside and asked, Sirs, what do I have to do to be saved? They answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you and your family will be saved. They spoke the Lord's word to the jailer and everyone in his home. At that hour of the night, the jailer washed Paul and Silas's wounds. The jailer and his entire family were baptized immediately. How cool is this story? Sitting in darkness, a prison. How are we going to get out? Well, we're just going to praise the Lord. As they sing praise, the power of heaven bursts open the chains, the jail, and even the jailer becomes a Christian and gets immediately baptized. Quick note, hey, if you've been a Christian for a long time and you've never been baptized, tonight's your night. We would love to baptize you at the unveil service. Notice how this jailer, he gets saved, and then the next morning, he's like, I can't wait. I want to go public with my faith. God's something done in my heart, and I don't want to keep it secret. I want the whole world to know. For some of us, it's time to go public with our faith, to say, hey, my baptism represents the old me is being washed away in the water, and I'm rising as a new creation under the power of heaven in the name of Jesus. And so tonight, we're doing that unveil. Want to get baptized? talk to me, and we will make it happen. But I like this. In the darkest of their days, they remembered to praise, and I love rhyming. You know I do. And I, here's the reality, though. When we're going through a hard time and we need the power of God, we just need to praise. Because when we enter, when you enter into God's presence with praise, he enters into your circumstance with power. Because there's a spiritual principle here, and it's this. What gets celebrated gets duplicated. I wear a sweater every Sunday at Kalos Church. Who's noticed that? It's the summer, yet I wear a sweater. Why? Well, because you compliment, you compliment my sweaters. And when you compliment a sweater, a certain color, a certain texture, you say, hey, that's very flattering on your body, and I know that's hard for you. Uh, when you celebrate me, and the shirt I'm wearing, guess what? Sweater every Sunday. <laughs> and I do. I wear the same outfits. I know what you like. And so, because, what, so what, why am I wearing the same outfit over and over? Because what gets celebrated gets duplicated. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. When someone compliments that certain outfit you have, you wear it again around them. And you're like, I know you think I look good. I'm going to give you a little morsel, a little treat. Just... Ah, candy, just feast on that. <laughs> what gets celebrated gets duplicated, and it's the same with God. When, when they're in the prison, they're like, you know what? God's been good to us. God's been powerful to us. God's been merciful to us, and we're going to praise. We're going to celebrate. And God, God's seeing them in prison, and they're like, wow, they like my power. They, pray, they notice that. They're actually grateful for how I provided for them. You know what? They like my power, and they're singing praises. I'm going to give them a little bit more. Wow, they, they like my mercy and they're celebrating. I'm going to give them a little bit more. They like my freedom. I'm going to give them a little bit more because what's celebrated gets duplicated. Some of us, when we're walking through our heavy situations, we need to remember what God has done for us and sing our praises, burst out, and guess what? It's going to open the doors for more to come in. You're going to find that chains fall off. Prison doors are open. You walked in with the spirit of heaviness, but you walked out with the spirit of praise because God loves to lavish his love on his people. And so it's time for us to lift up our praise and enter into the power of 
God. Amen. Amen. And so, hey, you might be going through a season where you're like, God, you shut a door, and I don't know what my next step is, and I just want to encourage you this. Until the next door opens, I'm going to praise God in the hallway. I'm going to sing you my praise now, because I know what gets celebrated gets duplicated. Amen. Amen. Number three, praise is public. Our praise was never meant to be this individual, cerebral expression. You know, I don't really need you to worship. Worship is like me and God. I'm bowing down. I'm reverent. I'm bowing down because I don't need to see anybody. I don't need to see what you're doing, okay? But when we praise, I'm going to be honest, I need you to praise. When we, let's come, all of us, let's worship and praise with our, our stringed instruments and our dancing and our, our clapping. It's a communal, joyful experience when we all clap our hands. I don't clap my hands by myself a lot in my prayer closet. I'm not like, hey, everybody, clap your hands. And it's just me, no. But in this environment, when we, when we, come on, let's lift up a shout of praise right now. One, two, three. Woo! When we lift up a shout of praise, it's powerful. When I do it alone, it's weird at times. Sometimes it's pretty powerful. But there's something that happens when we are in an environment, and we lift up the name of Jesus together, and our praise is not private. Um, in 1 Peter 2.9, there's this, there's this declaration spoken over the church, and it says this, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, and if you question your identity or who you are, just read that over yourself, but why are we a chosen people? Why are we a royal priesthood? Why are we a holy nation? Why are we God's special possession, comma, this is why, that you may declare the praises, wow, of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. This is our calling as a church. And I'm embarrassed that I don't think we facilitated enough praise as Kalos Church. But there is a time where we need to, I need to praise God more because it's part of my calling. It's part of my identity. I'm, I'm supposed to burst out with exuberant praise. I'm supposed to get clamorously foolish for God. Amen. And when the, the, the prisoners did this, they sang the praises to God. Guess what? They weren't the only people got free. All the prisoners got let out. And when we let out a shout, all the captives get out. Sometimes we're not just praising God for our experience. Sometimes your praise is being used by God to set the person to your left, to the right. Hey, whoa, they found freedom. Whoa, Jesus actually worked for them. Whoa, they're actually excited. Whoa, they actually believe maybe I should consider Jesus too. Hey, I, I have a spirit of heaviness, but I know what this person's going through, and their life is worse than mine, but they're singing praises to God? Wow, God must be real to them. And when we lift up a shout, I want to let you know, all the captives give out, because this is part of our identity. We are a royal priesthood, where we are the middleman between God and his people. And we say, hey, look, Jesus is beautiful. Look, my life has been changed, and I'm not going to let rock shout my praise. I'm praising the Lord with my tongue. I'm getting more undignified than this. I love Jesus. I have to shout, and I'm not going to shout more loud at a football game than I do in a church for Jesus. I'm not going to shout more at a concert. I'm going to shout for Jesus with God's people as part of our identity as a royal priesthood. This is part of who we are. And so I think it's time for us to make church joyful again. I think it's time for make God uh, just look famous through our praise. And come on, this man was going to end his life, but he saw prisoners get free. And he said, what must I do to get saved? And I, I love it. I love it. Because here's another rhyme. 
When God is praised, the dead get raised. Come on, somebody. You know that's good. When God is praised, the dead get raised. And sometimes we praise God as saying, hey, God, I, I love your freedom. I love your mercy, and I'm going to praise you because I don't want it just for me. I want it for my family. I want it for my city. I want it for my neighbor. And hey, hey, my, my, my wife, she doesn't have a praise in her mouth, so I'm going to sing her praises for her. Hey, my city, they don't know how good God is yet, so I'm going to praise even louder until they, they get it because I realize our praise is contagious, Lord, and we want the whole world to know how beautiful you are. And so we will lift up our praise. We will lift up a shout to the Lord because he is good, and he deserves the best. Amen. And so let's give God a praise even right now. Let's do it. You know, I'm going to I'm going to get off the stage in a minute. And uh, as we talk about how God has changed our life and I I can't help but burst out because God saved my life. He transformed me. He turned my personal spirit of no hope into a spirit of praise where I could get foolish and undignified for the Lord. He's done that for me. And I want to share, he can do that for you too. And I'm not going to embarrass anybody here, but I realize that there are people here, you need that transformation. You need a spirit of joy. You, You need a new start. You need a new beginning. What you really need is Jesus. And if you want to surrender your life to Jesus, honestly, it's the best thing you could ever do. I would love to pray for you. If you need freedom, if you need to be set free from uh, just a bad pattern of life, a pattern of pain, of, of addictions, I want to tell you Jesus is your key to freedom. And I would just love for you to experience that, and I'd love to pray for you to experience that today. So why don't we bow our heads and close our eyes, and I'm just going to pray for anybody here who needs that. And I'm not going to embarrass you, but what I am going to do is ask that you raise your hand on the count of three. If you're here and you need that fresh start, you need to surrender, you need Jesus, on the count of three, it would be my great honor to pray for you. So on the count of three, one, two, three. Lift up your hand if you'd like prayer for a fresh start. I see one hand, two hands, three hands. Is there anybody else? You need a fresh start. You need forgiveness. You need a new beginning. You need to experience that freedom. All right, five hand, four or five hands. That's awesome. Awesome. You can put your hands down. And I'm going to lead us all in a prayer together right now. And the words are going to be on the screen. And let's pray this all at the same time as a community. Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. Can we give Jesus a round of applause? Come on. Hey, for those of you, I saw like three to five hands raised. Uh, so proud of you. That's a, just an amazing thing. Best day of your life. And we don't want you to walk through this journey alone. There's a connection card in every chair. Please fill that out. We'd love to walk through. What does it mean to follow Jesus with you? And hey, if you want to get baptized tonight, like this jailer immediately got baptized, we'd love to be a part of that. Come talk to me after service and we can make it happen. All right, Jay. Awesome. Awesome. Let's give Pastor Burdeep in a hand. Thank you for the word. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So I, I know we're pressed for time for a little bit. Can we just uh, ask uh, Lady A if you can come on up here real quick? And uh, I know we're pressed for time, but, you know, at Kalos Church, we are a, a church that honors people. Yeah. And, and you know, the Bible in James 5, it says that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And I just want to say on behalf of the church, thank you. Yeah. 
Your, your heart, you know, your mission is to inspire. Look at this room, the previous people that were here, you inspired our hearts. Our hearts needed it. People that were discouraged are encouraged. People that were in the darkness are in the light. And so if we could just take a moment and pray for you, maybe we could just move right here. And um, if, if I put my hand on your shoulder, then I'll just, I'll just pray. Maybe, and, and if, if the church, you could just reach your hand out if you're comfortable. And if you're not used to this, it, it just we're just praying blessings, saying, God, just bless, bless Lady A. Okay? And that's it. So, so just go ahead and join me. Father God, you are a good, good father. Your beautiful daughter here was used today to inspire and encourage your people. People who've never heard of you before today, God know you and you've used this beautiful woman and the Joshes and Zach on, on the drums. And we just are so appreciative. And I just know that if you are going through a storm right now in that boat, that Jesus, I declare is your calm. I declare that Jesus is your peace and he's your protection. No matter if you can't see because the rain's too strong, he's, he knows where he's going. He knows where he's going. So just keep trusting. So God, continue to lead her, lead her at her church and her life. God, strengthen her uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, every area, head to toe. Bless her. And we declare your freedom, your light, and thank you that you're the change in her life and so she can be the change for us. God, let this moment not pass, God, without just, uh, us just acknowledging it. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. amen. Let's give the Lord a clap. Thank you, Lady A. Got to give honor where honor is due. She, she helped open, up, open us up. Amen.